Ladies and gentlemen, all rise. Court is back in session. Again, welcome to another exciting episode of The Devil's Due. I'm your host, Carl Duty. With me again, as always, <laughs> is my co-host, Mr. Drew Celestino. It's the least, well, let's, 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 uh explain what just happened so we just spoilers like, folks we just talked for like oh i don't know 45 minutes or more and uh yeah none of it was recording for reasons yeah i'm i'm baffled and here we are what is so, so here's, here's the deal so yeah let's lay it out Go. for you yep we we had a whole bunch of stuff we just talked about it was a very light news week so you're not missing a whole ton on that front it it might have been our worst segment ever in the news because we were we were scratching we were trying we were looking for anything i'm scouring the internet for and for becky's stuff. getting arrested batman's teaming up with ninja turtles mass hysteria it's kind of weird so we so honestly you didn't miss much i had some spicy takes in there that i'm gonna miss but that's okay you, you get me back yeah uh, they'll come back i'll i can i can find a I can, get he- I can get heated quickly, Carl, so we'll, we'll get back to yeah, well, So I'll tell you yeah, what we're going to yeah. do. We're going to table all that normal content, um, and we're going to get to the meat, the heart of the matter, the, 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 juicy, the juicy center that we were just about, oh, just a few minutes, fortunately, into before we realized that uh, tech- technical problems were happening. We're just going to get right into the Captain Marvel review, man. Yeah, um, those of you who sent in emails this week, thank you. Uh, we did. We did actually answer them. Um, we are going to re-answer them next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Alan Waiters and Mister Chris Taylor, we definitely appreciate it. Um, we will. We're gonna. We'll get back to you. Yeah, and uh, feel free to uh, send more so we can give you yes more next week. And we promise uh, to actually make sure that we're recording. That's. Uh, that's. Probably a good idea. Yeah. Probably a good idea. So. So, okay. We are going to review Captain Marvel. As we are wont to do, folks, when we review a film, there are spoilers. We're going to talk about Captain Marvel and spoil things that happened in the film. So if you did not watch Captain Marvel, now's a good time to pause. Don't delete the episode. Just come back to us after you've watched the film. There you go. All right. Spoilers starting now. Drew, hey, Captain Marvel, the twenty-first entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That is insane to think about. That you 20. do not have to do the math on no, this I, time I did around. The math last time, twenty-one, twenty-one movies. films. What 10 a world years, we Twenty-one live in. movies. Yeah. What a world we live in. Yeah. Remember when like Batman was all we had <laughs> in the nineties? We, we had a couple Batman films, and that a, was really a couple it. Superman films. And and interspersed, you know, bad some, bad movies like you know Meteor Man. There were some and, like and, indie gems in there too, Ninja Turtles, The Crow. Okay, okay, but you know the big power set characters kind of got yeah. left by the wayside. I'm sure. I'm sure people right now would be like, "What do you mean Ninja Turtles indie gem, folks? Ninja Turtles was an indie film." Like, <laughs> so I mean, you go know, back. Well, and look New at Line history. Cinema. It was, they distributed it. They did not make it. Okay. Well, fair enough. Um. But yeah, we've definitely lived in a season of plenty. Oh, we're for for some time. Good now. and plenty. Sure. I prefer good and fruity, but I prefer Mike and Ike's. Good and plenty can 
go away because they're you. terrible. Oh, yeah. Black licorice is, is the devil. Yeah. Incarnated yeah. in candy form. In candy form. I mean, so, come on. It's black. What does that mean? That it's that's licorice and it's not good. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> black is normally associated. The color of black, not the skin tone. The color of black uh-huh. is usually associated with evil. Man, I really wish we didn't delete that first take on this. <laughs> Folks, I'm not being racist. I'm talking about they the color black, that. not the skin tone. They know that. I'm teasing. It's in my nature. I know. So, anyway. Anyway. Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Drew, we've established on this show that I am a pretty easy cry when it comes to films. Yes. And let's be honest, like television and comics and some music and whatnot. I'm an easy cry. Um, I'm in touch with my emotions. I'm not ashamed of it. Captain Marvel might hold the record for the film quickest to get me to tears. Yeah. When's the last time uh, you sat there and cried over a corporate logo? <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 and it's funny because like for the longest time, we, we've lamented this particular version of the Marvel branding that they play in the... We miss the, the flipping papers and whatnot. <laughs> Can you tell? As we, yes, <laughs> as we, we like episode. to do on this show. But no, in the uh, the current Marvel corporate uh, tag in the beginning, uh, typically goes through and shows you some scenes from the films that have been for the past 10 years and whatnot. Uh, for this one, they did just an incredible tribute to Stan Lee. And everything in there was Stan... And after it was up on the screen, the screen just went black and said, thank you, Stan. And Drew, I was rolling tears. We're off to a good start. Because the world... is a vampire. The world is is a... (laughs) I mean, it's that, too. And it's set to Dre Yayane. Dre Yayane. The world is a a less place without Stanley in it. But that's okay, because he's not dead. He just went to a different dimension. Sure. He got bored here. He's a watcher. He's somewhere. He's a watcher. Yeah. He's reporting back to, you know, Uatu or whatever. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, getting into the film. They've had to do some origin stories in the past yeah. 10 years and 21 films. And they tend to be everyone's least favorite thing. It's, it's tough because in order to do it well, you have to give it its due time. So you usually don't get to the really fun stuff till like the last half hour, 45 minutes of the film. Yeah. That's why the second ones are usually the more stronger entries because they can kind of hit the ground running. Unless you're Thor or Iron Man. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. Um, this one was done differently in almost a Tarantino-esque type of way. Uh, flashbacks, like, not... The film was not chronologically told. Not exactly, no. There was a lot of... They, they, they revealed her origin and kind of like the central plot of the movie if, if you will um in flashback and that's interspersed throughout the movie yeah and it's a, you were you were mentioning uh our first time in this merry-go-round that it wasn't it wasn't very surprising i feel like if you're gonna do it that way um you're you're kind of structuring it that way so that there's some kind of aha moment or twist or big yeah. big reveal and there were there were things that were revealed but i'm not gonna lie i kind of could have guessed any of it 
Yeah, I think the biggest uh, twist they pulled off was like kind of the flipping of the sides. You thought. The, yeah. Between the Kree and the Skrull. Yeah. We're very accustomed to the Skrull being the bad guys and the Kree being good-ish. They're good-ish. They are, you know, they're, 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 they're an imperial force, so they can be a little stiff with the Empire and whatnot. Yeah. But uh, in this movie, we kind of get a f- inversion of that. Where, Well, here's the thing. We don't know that... The scrolls are the good guys necessarily. We just know that these particular scrolls are good guys. Yeah. Air quotes, good guys. They're 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 well, the family certainly are are innocent. Uh but like Talos and his gang, yeah. He even says that he's got blood on his hands. I mean he's 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 in a war. He's done some stuff he's not proud of, but he's doing it for the sake of trying to find his family a home. Okay. I mean, fair enough, right? Um Jude Law and Star Force, uh they're they're kind of the heels here. In fact, yeah, they are the heels here. <laughs> so um, that is a bit of a change. Although, again, I you know I, I could have told you very early in the movie that Jude Law was up to no good and that he would end up being the antagonist of the movie. And sure enough, that's what he was. Yeah. I mean, at, at a certain point, you do kind of see that coming. Uh, but it's still... I mean, it was still done well. You know, it, it, the movie is... Like, uh, without getting, well, let's just get kind of big, big reactions in there. I would say that um, this is a well-done movie. I, I have very few, like, complaints about it. It all works completely well. I would say it's a good Marvel movie, but it doesn't crack the pantheon of great Marvel movies. Hmm. And that's not even, and that sounds harsher than it really is, because... All of these movies are pretty good. Yeah. So saying that it's merely good is saying it's it's still worth a watch. You're still going to sit down and enjoy it. It's you, it, you're going to be totally fine. Uh, but it's not in that pantheon of of great. I think, and that's not that, that again. That's fine. Yeah. Doesn't have to be. Not everything has to be great. Yeah. I think where I think there is greatness to it, but yeah. where its greatness lies is in what it's doing on a larger social scale. You think? Yeah. I think Mm. it's kind of up there with like Black Panther and Wonder Woman as being like these social touchstones. I think it wants to be that. I I, I still, I I think it is because it's like Wonder Woman was like, yes, you had the Amazons. Mm Mm-hmm. And, but like past, like when they got off of Themyscira, it was kind of just Wonder Woman. Right. Whereas in this, you have numerous women being strong characters. You are correct on that. Yeah, you're right. I, I yeah. Kind of really yeah, yeah, taking yeah. control of doing it. And the, the men are not shortchanged. They're not ancillary to it. They're playing their proper roles in it's a situation that story. these characters would find themselves. Sure. Yeah. It's, that's fair. Um, I liked everything so, with uh, with Maria Rambo and, and her daughter and yeah. and, and uh, Carol. And, like, that was a cool dynamic. Yeah. And, um, it's all good stuff. Uh, Annette Benning's character, who we first meet as the Supreme Intelligence. Yeah. Normally, the Supreme Intelligence is a big green face. But here it's Annette Benning. Probably a better choice. 
I missed the big green fig. <laughs> I, I like... But they, 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 the caveat is that they say that if, if you talk to the yeah. superior intelligence, it looks like someone in your past. And it's kind of like Gozer. It is how you imagine. Yeah, right, just, right. It's whatever um, it wants to be. And then the big curveball that got thrown for readers and fans of the the comics for a while is that, yes, Marvel is in this film. Yeah, but it's not the one that you know. It's not the one that you know. It's it's Annette Benning plays Marvel. Now, um, for for those of you not in the known, uh, Marvel was the original Captain Marvel. That's correct. Who died of cancer? Yep. Yeah. Powers killed him. Go figure. That um. But I mean, thematically though, and even in terms of care, it's an updating. It's an updating of the character. The original Marvel was a soldier, a Kree soldier, sent to Earth to scout it for takeover. You can see those nasty Kree. Yeah, uh, they were going to take over planets, and they were going to take over the Earth. Um, Marvel came to Earth and decided, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to defend the Earth. I'm going to become a hero, and I like this place, and yada yada. Yeah. Um, similarly, here, Marvel is not a soldier, but a scientist who comes to Earth for reasons. And decides that she's going to use her ability, her her, her brains, her smartness, her, uh, to help she wants the, to end the war. She wants to end the war, yeah. so she wants, and to do so, she's going to develop a faster than light drive or something yes. to help the Kree or help the, the Skrulls find a home, or these particular refugee yeah. Skrulls find them a home. Yeah. Which is okay, cool. That's that's fine. That's fine. And then in the in the midst of that, as we find out later. Uh, Star Force was on to her. They did find her. They shot down her faster than light jet. Which was not going faster than light at the time. No, luckily. Uh, And then Carol Danvers was piloting that ship. And she, rather than let them get away with it, blew up the engine. And then she took the brunt of the energy explosion, I guess. And that infused her with the powers and the whatnot. Yeah. Powers based on our good old friend, the Tesseract, by the way. Yes. That makes an appearance in this, which is cool. I mean, it's probably the most identifiable MacGuffin in the Marvel movies. Yeah. So it makes sense that you'd want to. And plus it is one that we know was on earth at that time. Yeah. So it makes, it makes sense. We, yeah. I'm okay it makes with sense. That. It's, they, they did it well. Um, I really enjoyed the character of Carol Danvers in all her forms in this film. She's a confident, cocky soldier with a bit of a mm, snarky streak, I guess yeah. you'd say, which is fine. Yeah, she's like, it's like, again, because like one, one of the main comparisons to this film is going to be to Wonder Woman. And they're both kind of fish out of water stories little bit. Wonder Woman more so, I would say. Yeah. Wonder Woman has more of like an innocence and a reverence to her, the way Gal Gadot portrays her, which works really well there. Cap- uh, Brie Larson, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, not so much. No, she's she's, more she's fish out of water, but she's definitely like, you know. She's too good for this place. Yeah. She, <laughs> she knows who she is. And even though it is, well, I mean, she knows... In a sense, she knows who she is. She also has amnesia from who she is. Right, but she is a confident uh, 
soldier and yeah. a confident. Uh, she's she's comfortable in her own skin. Exactly. And she, you know, kind of doesn't. She doesn't let a moment pass where she'll let you make a fool of yourself before she can drop a drop a Do comment on you. And yeah. you know, case in point, when Nick Fury is is fiddling with tape to get a fingerprint on a door. And later she just blows a hole in the door and he's like, you had me fiddling with tape and you could have just did that the whole time. She's like, yeah, it was fun though. Yeah. Okay. So, and obviously on these reviews, we jump around a lot. Um, the visual effects in the film. Uh, dude. There were times where I was like, that, you could have made that look better. Um, um, and then there were times where I'm just watching him like, you guys made a young looking Samuel L. Jackson and Clark Gregg, totally believable. Never saw like a, a wire in there. I thought throughout s- the whole time. And DC can't do a dang mustache. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do a lip. <laughs> Come on. That is actually now that you say that, that's incredible. <laughs> you think about it. Um, Sam Jackson looked fantastic. Clark Gregg looked a little plasticky in times. Um, but yeah, dude, like I never, I'm looking at Sam Jackson and I never, I never thought twice. You, like, I never yeah, thought twice it's about like, it. You just, okay. There, uh, Hey, it's Colson. He's got hair. He's got more yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. Which is actually funny because Clark, Clark, uh, Clark Greg has looked the same for like the last 25 yeah, years. He's like, there's very little, very little de-aging. <laughs> they didn't even have there. to do it, yeah. but they did anyway. Um, so yeah, but there were like, so, like, especially at the end, the big climactic scene where she's like full power and she's flying around in space. I'm like, looks good. Could look a little bit better. Yeah. But I'm having too much fun to seriously care about this. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, so yeah, that was, that was one of two things I bumped up against. The other thing, I'm sorry. Go on. I know they were having fun with it throughout the films, and the moments they did were funny and whatnot. But the actual reason Nick Fury loses his eyes just stupid. Oh, I'm okay with that. It's just <laughs> I'm fine with it. Stupid. I'm totally fine with it. The cat scratches his eye out. It wasn't a cat, Carl. It's so, a flirkin. You know what I mean. It's a flirkin. We don't know. It, it could have poison claws for all we know, which it probably does, by the way. It, like that thing got gnarly looking quickly. And that was that was a really fun reveal, and that was great. I'm all for flirking and goose and whatnot, and I hate cats, Drew. Same. Um, I'm allergic. It's not fair. Yeah, but yeah, the whole scratching the eye out. I'm yeah, fine. I'm totally stupid. I'm totally fine Sorry. with it. I'm we, totally. We, sh- we shall differ on that. Um, what else do I really like about this? Let's talk about the '90s nostalgia factor. We talk about nostalgia a lot on this show. Some of it in the good way, some of it in the bad way. I mean, I was hit with so many feels, <laughs> so many feels. They had a Street Fighter Two Champion I, Edition you know in what? the arcade. When I saw that, I'm like, "Oh, Carl's gonna love that." <laughs> I marked out so hard. <laughs> I figured you would. Um, that was all, you know. That was all good for the most. Yeah, True Lies, cardboard part. standee, and yeah, the blockbuster. Yeah. If you really uh, scrutinize it, though, um, cer- certain things are. They don't like. It's more like a snapshot of what you remembered the whole decade being. Which I'm fine with. They're as not opposed to a documentary, I know. But there was like there's some stuff that was like, oh, that wasn't out in '94. What are you doing here? Stanley's like, actual cameo. Okay, let's talk about Dude. that for a moment. So you're telling me <laughs> that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Stan Lee is 
reading a script for Mallrats where he's going to portray Stan Lee, who is known in Mallrats as Stan Lee, the guy who made the Marvel comics. We are in deep right now. Once again, Stan Lee is like Gozer. He's whoever it wants to be. So, so that means in, the, in this movie that there are Marvel comics that Stan Lee has created and he is famous for. Okay. Quite possibly. And Kevin Smith is obviously in the MCU now. Yes. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, as oh, it should be, really. Kev's going to be crying at that. And he, and well, he did. I said he did a, a YouTube reaction video telling the story. Like, he had to be told beforehand. Ah, uh, really? Well, because, like, there's rights and stuff. Okay. He doesn't own mall it. rats, though, so like, they probably could have did it with He doesn't, them. like, own, own mall rats, but, like, they st- he still... Someone still gave him the heads up? Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, it was Kevin Feige. Kevin <laughs> Feige called him and, like, explained what was happening. And, wow. Yeah. So, but that's awesome. Um, good for him. That was a pretty cool moment, actually. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. Because, like, of all the films for of Kevin Smith to get a shout-out, my favorite Kevin Smith film. I was going to say, out. like, I, I, was like, I, yes! I love, love Marvel. Yes! Rats. So that was Redemption. It was, it, yeah, that was pretty great. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Action scenes were great. They're good. Um, soundtrack. What did you think of the soundtrack? It's okay. It was, um, a, it was a very mixed bag. It's good. Of it, 90s. It depends how stuff. you feel about. They didn't stick to one genre. It no, was, it wasn't no, no, like, no. It was, it was like there was En Vogue in there, and there was yeah. like Salt and Pepper. Salt and, I'm and like, Pepper. Oh, all right, cool. No doubt, and uh, yeah. Now the Nirvana. no doubt, the no doubt thing bothered me, but why did the no doubt thing bother? Two me? reasons. One, again, chronologically, that song was not out in the year that movie takes place. Okay, fair enough. Number two, I know what they were doing. I get it, but it's a little on the nose. Sometimes, just, just a little. Sometimes, if it's on the nose, it's still right. And I know. Still fun. I know. I know what they were doing. I just, you know, I didn't necessarily. It's, it's really. Fine. It's fine. My it's favorite fine. part was probably, and I'm not a huge Nirvana fan, but the the come as you are during the interaction with the high intelligence that was that was pretty good placement. That took me out a little bit. Uh, themat- thematically, I get it. Come as you are, and yeah. she's having a realization moment. I get it, but it was it was kind of. Where they placed that and, like, the tonal shift it caused was a little jarring. Like, I forgot what came before it, but it didn't feel like we were going to go... she was captured by the Star Force. That's right. Yeah. And, it like, it goes from, like, this dramatic part to, like, Nirvana. And I was just like... That 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 shift really was, like, jarring for me. I was like, I think oh. it's meant to be jarring. Like, I guess. You know... But it, not in a good way for me, personally. Again, I get it. It makes sense. But it felt weird. Like... Just it just didn't feel right necessarily, um, but I mean I like hearing like Veruca Salt in there and, and yeah and uh, again like all the all the other stuff and largely female fronted bands and stuff yeah except for Nirvana of course but um, garbage 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 is underappreciated. Um, I could take or leave Hole at the end. I don't. I'm not a Hole fan at all. I don't like Courtney Love. <laughs> Are you not a whole fan because of their music or just because of the person Courtney loves? Kind of both. The, okay. One doesn't help the other. Let's put it that way. Okay. Um, I'm very, I'm surprised the soundtrack isn't out yet. Like, I looked for it on iTunes. It's not, not available out, huh? yet. Well, I mean, Carl, it's not like you can't find these songs. 
I know, but still. You can compile your own. I do like uh, that You know, she, she rocks a Nine Inch Nails shirt for a good third of the film. Uh, no Nine Inch Nails on the actual soundtrack. That was surprising to me. I would have figured... It's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fine. Here's, here's why I think it's cool. I think it's cool because they will be... They will be the standout, so they're, the fact that they are featured in the movie yet not on the soundtrack makes them mysteriously, conspicuously absent, mm. which makes people more curious and more likely to search them, search it out, which I like. And I think Trent probably likes that, too. Trent would have had to give his permission for them to use that. Yes, and I don't know that they tried. Maybe, maybe they did, but... Um, Maybe not, but I do know this much. Uh, collaboration between Marvel and Nine Inch Nails. Uh, there's a T-shirt up on the Nine Inch Nails store that's um, the Captain Marvel logo with the N- with the NIN logo inside of it. Cool. So that's on the Nine Inch Nails store right now. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, Trent, what were some stuff like? What, what did you tell me about your reactions to the film? What did you like? What did you not like? Um, I feel like I've been kind of monopolizing the conversation i liked i liked captain marvel the character i liked again the stuff with uh uh maria rambo and uh her daughter monica rambo who by the way was the actual uh captain marvel um after marvell before carol ever got those powers but they're kind of flipping the script here a little bit which is okay we'll see how it works out time travel is involved and whatnot so it's fine i hope um they do something with that going forward in the movies i liked uh there were some cool action scenes. Um, the shape shifting scrolls were neat. I thought, like, it's like the Coulson reveal when it, in the beginning, when it's like, yeah. oh, it's not actually Coulson; it's, it's it's a scroll. Nick Fury, kind of like you know, I like seeing Agent Fury sort of stumble into the bigger universe, and you know. This is this is like the secret origin of the Marvel Universe in a way, of yeah. the MCU, which I liked. It's a, it's a prequel to the entire MCU. Basically, yeah. Um, so you get to see the foundations of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of being put in place, or at least the S.H.I.E.L.D. as we know it. Yeah. Um, more, I mean, obviously that was all done in like the TV shows and stuff, but I'm not concerned about that. So that was really neat. Um, I dug the Flurkin. Because <laughs> like, I was waiting for it the whole time, and I'm just like... Here it comes. Here it comes. Come on. <laughs> did the thing. And then it did the thing, and it was cool. Um, again, it's just a, it's just, it's a well-made flick. Um, I, ha- I like the Top Gun-esque feel of certain parts. Just anytime I see, you know, aviator sunglasses and flight suits yep. near planes, I'm like, oh, it's a target-rich environment, Goose. <laughs> Where's the volleyball scene? <laughs> uh, I want Viper. Um yeah, that was all really cool. Um, it's 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 a great Marvel movie. It's a Marvel movie. Yeah, it's and great. And they very rarely screw these up, and they, if ever, they have never screwed up a film. Even the least there, enjoyable ones are still there enjoyable. There are weaker films, but again, yes, they're still enjoyable. Thor two, I'm looking at you. Iron Man two, to a lesser degree, I'm looking at you. See, I still don't get like why Iron Man two gets so much hate. It's not bad at again, all. Again, I get like Iron Man three not getting a lot of love, but it's more enjoyable than two. Yeah, I don't think so. It, as a film, I think it's a better movie on its own than than two is. Mm. I don't see. see I, you're I, just I, mad about the Mandarin, but but once you look past that, it's actually a solid no. Actually, play. like it's not, and <clears throat> that film gets a lot better on multiple viewings. Yeah, 
after the initial shock and awe of the Mandarin wears off, it's not horrible. <laughs> okay. Um, but honestly, those are like the only two that I can think of yeah. that are like, you Everything know, whole hum. Everything else is pretty solid. good. Yeah. So, um, let's, we, I mean, look, we got to maybe talk about the post credit scene. Well, obviously, it's, it's a Marvel film. We get two of them. Uh, we, so let's let's flash back or forward how we want to look at this to yep. uh, Infinity War. Yes, the pager. Yes. So maybe that made everyone kind of wonder. Well, where was she the whole time? And yeah. how, like, wasn't the invasion of New York a kind of a big deal? And blah blah blah. And yeah, but at the time, Fury had the Avengers on the case. Yeah, he didn't necessarily need. It wasn't a hopeless situation. Put it that yeah, way. Yeah, like. When, if I remember correctly, in Finney War, when everything starts going down, Fury's like, he has no idea what the Avengers are doing. He has no idea, like, what what's going on. So at that moment, he decides to activate the pager. Yes. At that moment, I mean, the Avengers are kind of broken up, fractured, gone. Yeah. Cap's on the, Cap is gone. I mean, everything's, you know, messed up. And then he starts realizing, like, you know, everything's kind of in chaos and people are turning to ash. So maybe yeah. now's a good time to call in a favor, which he does. And she w- he was also under explicit instructions, emergencies only. Yeah. Carol's busy. She's she's finding a yep. home for her girlfriends. So so I, I liked... Um, tor- so I guess yeah. that brings us to the post-credit scene. Yes. Mid-credits. Aven- Mid-credits, I'm sorry. The Avengers... This is this is basically our first look at Endgame. Yeah, it's it's probably seen right out of Endgame, just like they did with like Civil War and things yeah, like right. that. Certain certain stingers have just been scenes pulled right from the next film. So they're tinkering with the pager on a battery, and uh, well, they have it plugged into a power source. Yeah, they're run, letting it run, not getting a response. And right when they think you know things can't get any worse. They turn around, and there she is. Carol's back, yep. and she wants to know where is Fury. Yeah. Well, I have some bad news. Fury's he's he's gone. Fury's flakes. <laughs> oh no! Oh. And then the comedic post grad scene is Goose <laughs> coughing up the Tesseract. That's quite the hairball. Yes. Yeah. So, um, what was I gonna say? Like there oh. was something. The other thing so, I really liked, uh, when she lets Monica Rambo choose the color scheme for her costume. Yeah, that was fun. They went through some cool deep cuts on that one. Because one of the ones they did was the green and the white, which yeah. is Marvel's original costume yep. from the comics. I was like, ooh, that's kind of cool looking. We like that. What, what was, like, they did the Iron Man colors. Uh, Iron Man, Carl? Or, Eric quoting, Captain Marvel colors. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Shazam! Nice, uh, you see, you nice see what they did there? there. What else? They, they did like the neon. Sure. Um, there was another one that was like kind of that was referencing something. I can't mm, remember. I'd have to look it up. But those are the ones that stuck. The, the green and white really. Yeah. That 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 got me going a little bit. Like, oh, they remember. That's yep. so cool. It's an underrated costume, I think. Uh, dude, it was just cool. Uh, you know, you get your your Ronan the Accuser is back. Yeah, we get some some throwbacks to Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. with a uh, Ronan the Accuser, and, and the guy get some, who goes who. Yeah. Well, we get a little more background on Ronan. He's he's yeah. a, he's he's a bad guy. Well, he's a bad he's, guy. He's fanatical. He's, yeah, he's a he's a very bad man. Yeah, bad guy. And and 
he's scared of Carol, as he should be. Yeah. Because she kind of, you know, destroyed another ship right in front of him and then yeah. dared him to, to, to pull something. She, she did it in a very uh, Voltron anime way. <laughs> <laughs> Just like flying through the ship and then you see the explosions following afterwards. I'm like, that that's pretty cool. <laughs> so it, it begs the question... She's clearly up there on the power scale. She is. But I don't think it's going to be a situation where she could just, you know, wave her hand in Thanos' toast. Yeah, well, no. Uh, no, that won't but be happening. Is, yeah. And um, clearly, as we find in the flick, they have some means to dampen her powers. The Kree do. Yeah. Granted, she gets around that by the end. But that's not to say that Thanos couldn't figure that out as well in a, in a confrontation. Yeah. Especially if he has, you know, any knowledge of it. Especially since her power set is based on an Infinity Stone. Thanos knows a thing or two about those. And can manipulate them to some degree since he had the gauntlet. So I would think he might even be... It might be a situation where he can completely depower her if he wants to. Yeah, quite possibly. So keep that in mind. She's not... She's, you know, in this confrontation with Thanos, uh, she might not be overpowered. She might be underpowered. She might be completely negated for all we know. Very possible. Cool. So, yeah, we we liked the film. It was great. Um, it probably doesn't crack my top five that's what for, I, that's for a Marvel film. Sure. But again, I recognize that it has a greatness that sets it apart from most other Marvel films, say for Black Panther, because it has that social impact aspect to it. It's 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 rare in film in these kind of movies where you have basically a female, and I don't just mean Captain Marvel, but like again, uh, 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 Maria Rambo and yeah. their, their their friendship, and uh, and that Benning. You mm-hmm. basically all your leads are mainly females, and their actions dictate the plot and yeah. and move things forward and stuff, and not uh, anyone else's, not not a male characters necessarily. And that is cool. And you, you know, you might not even realize it when you're watching the movie, but then, I mean, watch it again. Like, yeah. That that they, they are the players, mm-hmm. and that's cool. And you know, it doesn't have to be a thing. It's just, it just, it it just happens yeah. to be. That's how the movie is, and that's great. Yeah. Unfortunately, we live in a world where it has to be a thing. It's not considered the norm. Yeah. So, but you know, we're getting there. We're past that. We're oh. working on it. We're we're there now. Making I, the world a better place. That's right. That's right. For everyone. Exactly. The way it should be. Male, female, regardless of skin color. Skin tone, not actual color, again. (laughs) Clarifying. Uh, The color of black licorice being black and that black being synonymous with evil. I hear you. I know. I just want to make sure. Metal bands don't wear white. Put it that way. Dang, Skippy. Um, All right. I think that just about does it. That's our Captain Marvel review. Our, we had more, but it's we lost. had more. It's it lost like, too. <laughs> it's gonna sound like a quick episode for you all, but it's been like two and a half hours for us. Uh, it hasn't been that long, but well, combine the two together. Yeah, well, don't worry. We'll get back. We'll get it back. We'll fix it. We fix, fix everything. Yeah. Okay, folks, we thank you so much for joining us. We would love to hear your thoughts on Captain Marvel, or if you have any questions you would like to send to the show, you can do so at the following locations. You can follow us on Twitter at Devil's Do Pod. You can 
go to our Facebook page, like our page at facebook.com slash devils do pod. You can email us at the devils do pod at gmail.com, or you can find all these resources available to you on our website, the devils do podcast.com drew. That being said, anything further. <sighs> Those kids that Google Nine Inch Nails are going to be in for a surprise. <laughs> Remember internet cafes? I'm, I'm excited for them, but uh, of a certain age, you might be in for some language. Then again, it's it's two, it's 2019. I'm sure they've heard it all by now. Do kids even care about swear words anymore? I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a parent. I should know these things. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks again for joining us. I always strive to go higher, further, faster. Quotes a dream.